0: Welcome to Living by Faith with Trillia Newbell. I'm your host, Trillia, and I am so grateful that you'd join me week after week as we discuss how to walk by faith, live out our faith, and some of the reasons why that can be hard at times. It can be hard, and we don't want to pretend like it is not difficult at times. So how do we walk out our faith? Walking... um, And trusting the Lord as we walk. And this season, there's lots of things that we need to entrust into the Lord every day. We must entrust our lives to the Lord. I love the beginning of a year. It feels like a fresh start, but let's be honest. You aren't a new you, right? I love the new, what is it? New you, new you, whatever. I don't know. New year, new you. The reality is, that unless something drastically changed, you're the same you. you you're, you're still you. I'm still me. So how does the same you make big changes? I believe it's possible by the spirit and the power of God. I do believe that you and I can change. I don't think we have to stay the same. And it's all by the power of God. One change I know many of you would like to make is to begin reading your Bible. I've created a resource called 52 Weeks in the Word, a companion for reading through the Bible in a year to help you get started and, Lord willing, stay in God's Word. Today, because I know Bible reading is a major goal, we're going to talk about it. My producer, Karen Hendren, is going to help me discuss this important topic. Karen is the producer of Living by Faith and the Ed Stetzer Live show. Um, Karen has worked at Moody Radio since 2014, 2014, on a variety of programs. She is also an Emmy-winning journalist who's um, worked at the Associated Press, Reuters, I don't know if it's Reuters or Rudders. We'll ask her when she comes on. CNN, Fox, and News Nation. She has a bachelor's degree from Loyola University and a master's of science in journalism from Northwestern University. She has two sons and lives in the Chicago suburbs. Karen,
1: thanks for being with me. Oh, thanks for having me on. <laughs> All right. Is it Reuters or Rudders? It's actually neither. Oh! <laughs> it's Reuters. <laughs> Reuters.
0: You know what? I think I knew that when <laughs> I Reuters. Okay, it's that it's, is hilarious.
1: it's a it's a many people have a hard time you know with the pronunciation cuz you know it's a wire service so a lot of times people don't they they just read the word they don't they don't hear it. So Yeah,
0: yeah, you don't hear it. And you know it's it's so funny. I don't know about you, but I think the English language is one of the most difficult. <laughs> we have some really strange like there there there. Yeah. you know, there's so many things that you have to think about. My whole family, I know we're gonna talk about the Bible in just a sec. <laughs> but my whole family, we had a whole discussion on effect and effect and how to remember which is which. It's it was real it's just so funny. I don't yeah. know why. Everything's yeah. so funny. No, the rules
1: the rules are very complicated.
0: They are so complicated. But we're not here to talk about grammar, though it would be helpful, likely also. Um we are here to talk about reading your Bible and so Karen thank you for joining me so that we can talk about this thank you for having me so, so you have some questions I think oh, we've yes. absolutely
1: <laughs> okay well let's let's dig in um, first what what led you to write 52 weeks in the word yeah so 52 weeks in the word is
0: a it's a resource for for anyone who wants to go through the Bible and and um, who has longed to go through the Bible, but it's also a resource for those who've never done it, never thought about it. I have written two Bible studies with uh, Moody Publishers, If God is Us," which is on Romans 8, and A Great Cloud of Witnesses, which is on Hebrews 11. And one of the things that I heard over and over again is that it was difficult for people to it, 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 those those bible studies are only on a chapter right Romans 8 is one chapter of all of Romans and Hebrews 11 is one chapter of the book of Hebrews however one feedback that i got is that it was hard for people because there was so much bible reading and it was it was overwhelming to read the so much bible <laughs> mm-hmm. and i and i was perplexed i was like wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. you it's one chapter, but you can't get the context if you're not reading what's around it or reading for Hebrews 11. You've got to read those Old Testament stories. And what I realized is that we have gotten in the habit of of studying our Bibles without reading our Bibles. And so maybe we're looking to fill in the blanks, but mm-hmm. our reading muscle has atrophied and we just don't read full chapters or in the case of 52 Weeks in the Word, reading maybe three chapters in a row. We that That muscle of reading has has kind of gone weak, and so I wanted to provide a resource to help people remember to read God's Word. That is not to the neglect of studying it. It's in addition to, because we're not going to study well if we're not reading, and so so I, I just saw a need, a, a need for people to really get into God's Word and and dive into it so that they might better understand the context,
1: yeah, because context context is so important. You know, it seems like a lot of people um, love like they have a favorite Bible verse and stuff, and they might hang on to that. But sometimes we take it to mean one thing, and it could mean another. And if you don't know the context, you, um, I mean, you could be missing something. Yes. Missing. Let me just, yeah,
0: I, I just want to add to that. I mean, you're exactly right, and I think that's. A, a huge problem especially in today's social media hmm. world where we see a lot of scripture verses just plastered and applied without necessarily the context so so you're going to you're going to think that um <laughs> for example we might take Romans 8 for example where um we can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And we might take that and say, okay, I can run a marathon. Like, literally run a marathon because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But the context is about sanctification. Mm-hmm. And so um, so, so we want to make sure that we are taking... Um, context and we're thinking about what God is really trying to say and reading through it will help us. It will also not just help us apply it, well, but interpret it well yeah. so that we don't misapply it which we can get into some danger. Uh, you see that with things about um uh, God prospering, right? Mm-hmm. That Absolutely. yes. Yes. And and but what does that look like in to someone who's suffering is God not prospering them? <laughs> Do what what does that look like and and so we are we can misapply and 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 really I must say when we apply it rightly it's 10 times richer we'll see things that God is actually with us and he's for us and he will never leave nor forsake us we see things better and we see a a better interpretation of the character of God when we properly put it in its place
1: right and by reading through you it also kind of drills it into you as opposed to just, you know, picking, picking favorite verses. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but it, it really kind of drills in um, what God's plan is for you and his, um, his presence in your life. Absolutely. Um, Lifeway Resources did a recent study, and they found that Americans are fond of the Bible, but they don't read it. So why do you think that is?
0: Yeah. Well, that's another reason I wrote this resource is because there are so many people who proclaim to be a Christian but and have all these Bibles in their homes, but don't pick it up to read it. And I think there's a lot of reasons for it. I think one is, is, is something that we can all fall guilty of, and that's claiming busyness. Mm-hmm. And so we wake up and we go, 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 go. And then we Maybe throw on Netflix or whatever, and then we go to sleep. And busy, what we can think of as busyness can um, really w- w- take the, we can t- think the Word of God is not as important or needed, and so we neglect it. Right. And, but the reality is, it doesn't actually take much time to read some of the chapters in the scriptures, some of the, you can read a whole book, actually, some of those books in like a minute. I I put a chart at the beginning of 52 Weeks in the Word that helps um, the reader understand how many minutes it takes to read every single book of, this, of the Bible. And so you'll see um, how long it really takes and what you will likely discover is that you have the time to read it. Mm-hmm. But we're just not making the time to read it. And and we're not making the time, which is probably the second reason. So busyness is our excuse, but an apathy. We're apathetic towards the Lord, and we don't see our desperate need for Him. And I, I think because of that, we 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 don't run to our the Word, and the Word of God is where we're going to learn about Him and grow in our understanding of Him. I say that not to guilt. I say that as someone who's leaned on my own strength sure. before yeah I and but when we start to see our desperate need for him we will run to the word um to to know more about his character and to understand him better so I think busyness I think apathy and I also I really do think that when you lose something that is a hat like a, a habit um it's hard to jump back in which is another reason for 52 weeks in the word I, I want to help build that muscle of Bible reading again and reminding people to run to his word even if it's for 15 minutes 10 minutes it just going back to his word daily I think is um well it's just it's not wasted time it's rich time it's time that God will honor um and and so I I do think that that building, Building that muscle again is really important. It's yeah. a habit, yeah. and so, so my hope and prayer is that we can be people who run to His Word, um, who remember His Word, remember God. And I think that's part of the apathy is that we we have forgotten our first love. And so, um, so those are a few reasons, Karen. There's lots of other reasons. Some some reasons, and I'd love to talk about this after our break. Is is discouragement. Um, and suffering and weariness, I have experienced some of that where my brain could not function well <laughs> and, um, but the Lord did something awesome. So I'm going to wait and, and save that for, um, our next segment. But I just, I really do believe that the Lord wants to honor our time with him and, but we have to remember him. Um, I encourage all of you to read Psalm 103, um, forget not his benefits, who redeems your life from the pit. And he, he forget not his benefits. We need him every day. And if we can remember that, we might run to him. All right, more soon with Karen and Trillia. Welcome back to Living by Faith. I am your host, Trillia Newbell, and my producer, Karen Hendren, and I have been talking about reading through the Bible. It's kind of fun. She's interviewing me, but it's always great to get her on the line so that you all can see all the people. Maybe we'll get Bob on here, too, and Anthony, I don't think that, you know, that that would just be fun. The whole team will just... (laughs) Have everyone on the show, but this is this is just a joy to get to think through the Bible. And before um, the break, we were t- we were talking about why we don't we don't read. So, Karen, there was something you were gonna you were talking about at the break with me.
1: Yeah, um, right before we went to break, uh, you had mentioned that there was a time where you were suffering. How does that time relate to reading the Bible?
0: Yeah. So I, um, I have had four miscarriages and after my second miscarriage, I was very discouraged. I was despondent and I was confused. I didn't know what the Lord was doing. And I remember I just had fuzzy brain. I couldn't really read or focus. And I remember lying in bed one and and just laying there and asking the Lord for help. Um, and, expressing my fear, and over and over again, he would just bring scriptures to mind. So by the Spirit, I was reminded that he draws near to the brokenhearted. I was reminded that he holds me up by his righteous right hand, that he will never leave nor forsake me, that suffering is momentary, that um, all of these things that I was experiencing that Jesus understood— because he is a man of sorrows, um, acquainted with the grief of man, that he he gets it. And every single thing that I just said to you are scripture verses. And the only reason that I knew them while I was lying in my bed was because I, all throughout college, um, well, not all throughout college, <laughs> the, the, when I became a Christian sure. at the age of 22, um, and then throughout my single years and getting married, I was in God's word and it prepared me for that moment where I couldn't read his word. I, I just, my brain couldn't focus. My eyes were fuzzy, but he was so near to me that he was bringing comfort because of his word. And it was just, um, <laughs> I, I didn't put two and two together, um, until later, but I realized when I realized, wow, Lord, you you don't waste anything. No. And you weren't wasting that time that I was just soaking in your word. Um, recently, I don't remember if it's, I don't remember what theologian, but there is a, a theologian who, I, I think he's still with us. I'm, I'm not really sure who's going blind. And he has spent years in God's word. Now I know that there are so many different braille and other things that people can use now who, but he is an older gentleman and I don't know what all the resource he has, but I know that he never used those things before because he could see, right? So, but he was expressing how grateful he is that he had studied so much of God's word, one to prepare him for this, suffering now. But two, I mean, it's just being recalled in his heart, and his mind. He's stored up those treasures. And and so that to me, I think, is one of a thousand reasons why um, it's just, I'm so grateful because I could remember his character and his goodness
1: because I'd been in the word. Right. And yeah. 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 No, and I've experienced... Uh, Similar situations when I've gone through some pain, uh, personal pain, and haven't known where to turn and just found a flood of, you know, basically things that I had read or had been taught over the years. And it was almost like like a new education, but it it was Mm. feeling very – and you do really feel the closeness of God just ministering to you. Um, If you have developed that, you know, so putting that time in, you don't know what you'll need and when you'll need it, but God is there when you need need it. Absolutely. It's it's surprising and wonderful and very sweet, too. I mean, it it um, really—suffering, nobody wants to suffer, but um, the nearness you can feel— of God in amid suffering, especially if you've dug into His Word and you've studied His Word and read His Word and you know it, um, you you can have that. You can uh, it, it's profound. Yeah. Anyway, absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I
0: our phone lines are open, and I would love to hear how the. The Lord has used his word in your life. So if you're listening, we have five copies of 52 Weeks in the Word that we'd love to give away. And so you can call in and tell us how God has used the word in your life. You can call us at 877-548-3675 or 877-548-LIVE. You can also email me at Faith. At moody.edu. That's living by faith at moody.edu. So email or call, but we'd love to give away a copy of Fifty Two Weeks in the Word. But we would like to hear what has God done in your life um, through His Word. Eight seven seven five four eight three six seven five eight seven seven five four eight live.
1: Okay. Now, um, since we're start of a new year, new year, new you. (laughs) Uh, What's the difference between reading the Bible every day and studying the Bible? And what are the benefits if you want to do both? Yeah, so
0: I kind of alluded to this earlier, but Mm -hmm. reading the Bible is for comprehension, right? So it helps us to to understand the context, to understand how the whole Bible connects to each other, and to understand the storyline of the scriptures. So it gives us the context that is needed for us to understand what we're reading. Studying God's Word is different. it It's slowing down, and it's interpreting the scriptures. So we're going to first look for that context, then we're going to interpret it and so we'll look for things like what does this word mean in the original language? <laughs> what does this word um how many how many repeated words does this mean or are, are in this chap this chapter that I'm reading? So what is the focus of this chapter? Who is the audience for this? And what were they experiencing? Um these are got the kinds of things and questions we're gonna ask to interpret the scriptures there's more um and depending on your the, the how much you your expertise you it depends on how deep you go but but even things like cross referencing so you'll see little numbers at the end of a um line or in at a on a word in the scripture and you will look at it look at the index and see okay where else do you see this word repeated? And so, those are the kinds of things that you're going to be looking for and um, and asking. And so, so yeah, I love the um, I love to to study God's word. That's why I've written two Bible studies. I hope to write more Bible studies, but you have to read in order to study it. So that's the difference. And if you try to do one without the other, you're going to fall short. So if I read, 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 but I never stop and slow down and study, I may not fully know what that the, the
1: scripture is yeah, talking about, like what how to define it, <laughs> it what it, is, It's sort of like the difference between taking an airplane ride over an area and you, you kind of get the big picture and then actually driving through one. You know? Absolutely, absolutely, and and that's
0: so funny. We have we have a res- a resource coming. I I won't give it away because it's not mine. But coming up um, with Moody Publishers, where they're ex- doing that exact thing. So I can't give it away. But but. There's a, there's a, you know, you can be flying over or you can drive through. That is funny that you referenced it that like that. And there is a difference. And I think you need, you need both. You need to be able to understand what you're reading, um, like that aerial view. But then you've, to, to understand the context, but then you've got to take a slow, you know, pace through so that you can interpret it rightly. So, so those are those two different But I was saying before um, we talked about that is what the danger is, if, is that if you just do that, like flyover thing, you may misinterpret it, but if you, and if you never, um, if you always study, but you're never reading, you might miss something, mm-hmm. miss a con, a, a helpful context. Um, if you don't, now, I should say, if you're studying it rightly you you will read also um, but often, what I've seen a lot of people do is try to fill in the blanks without
1: doing the hard part of reading. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, how can we fight the temptation to feel good about ourselves when we read the Bible or feel guilty if we miss a day? I mean, this is what you're talking about isn't that much time necessarily, certainly for starting out. But a lot of us, if if we miss it, it's like, oh, I've already, I've messed up. Yep. Yep. I totally get that. Yes. Okay. So if you
0: miss reading God's word, you have it messed up. And a lot of people um, approach God's word differently. So I don't want to add a rule. Like if you don't read the Bible every day, you are in sin. Well, that's not, that's, that's not in the scriptures. <laughs> so we're not going to add that kind of rule. However, um, what, what you want to ask is what, what's motivating you to run to God's word? Why are you going to his word? And that I think will help you. If you are motivated to know him because you want, you, you want to obey him, you want to know him and worship him, then you won't feel that guilty because there's no condemnation for those who are in mm-hmm. Christ Jesus. You'll just know, okay, I'm going to pick up his word next time or tomorrow or try to listen because I desperately need him. So the the way to guard against that is to ask God to give you humility and not approach his word in pride. We don't get a crown <laughs> because we've read his word, right? We also don't get this a massive deduction if we don't. Now, that does mean that we're probably missing some—we're not going to—to know more about the Lord, we're not going to know Him as well. So that's—if you're talking about a deduction, that might be it, but not from the Lord's perspective. you. We stand right before the Lord so you can rest in knowing that the when you place your faith and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ, it is finished. So you go to his word because you need him, because you want to know him and because you love him and you want to worship him and obey him, not because you're going to get anything, um, any glory from it. All right. More when we return. Welcome back to Living by Faith. I'm your host, Trillia Newbell, and we have been talking about getting into God's Word. Before the break, we talked about approaching God's Word with the right motivations. We want to approach God's Word filled with faith that God is going to honor it, but not filled with fear that if we don't read, um, we're going to disappoint the Lord. If we start if we start approaching thinking about us first, like me, 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 me first, then we're we're not going to approach it rightly. We want to think about God. And then it frees us to enjoy him, enjoy his word and to be encouraged. And so at the um top of some time ago, <laughs> I, I told you that you could call in and we've got Lorna from Fort Lauderdale on the line. Lorna, can you
2: hear me? Yes. Can I give you my address? Because I'm going in in church.
0: Oh, you know what, Lorna? Don't worry about it. We will. We will um, get you on the with Anthony, and um, he will get your information. So, Lorna, I'm so yes, glad that you. I was, yes. I
2: was giving it to him, but somehow we 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 got. Yeah, I reached halfway. Okay, so all right. All right, thank you, Lorna.
0: Well, Lorna was telling me that uh God's word and his promises have kept her going. Um and and that they've been an encouragement to her. And you know, I think that that's very very often the case that that God's word keeps us going, that it's it's it sustains us. And I believe that's the truth truth for all of us. At Hebrews I believe it's 12 says that we run the race with endurance and we run it with endurance because of God. We're setting our eyes on Jesus, fixing our eyes on the author and perfecter of our faith and he keeps us going. So that that's so encouraging. We also have Margaret from Northwest Indiana. Margaret, I'd love to hear how God has helped you um, in his word.
2: Margaret, can you hear me? I can. I, can you hear me?
0: I can. I'd love to hear How is? Yes, can you hear me? <laughs> I can now. I just didn't hear you. Put me on. Oh, uh, that's okay. Good morning. Good morning. How has God's good Word morning. helped you?
2: Well, I grew up in a Bible-believing, preaching church, preaching both the Old and the New Testament. And then I went on to uh, Bible college to get my theology degree. And that was back in my teens and 20s. I continued that church. And today, as I am going to be turning 70 next month, I am appreciating all of the. And I I can't believe I'm saying this because back then I didn't appreciate it uh, as young as I was. But now I'm appreciating the understanding that I have. Uh, yes. It puts everything going on in the world in a my worldview in proper context, so that I don't have the fear, the anxiety, I don't have the worries. And now, as I read and memorize individual passages for my Bible studies, it's amazing to me the understanding and the, and how amazing it is to yes. me. I'd always just read it, it as Bible that we had to learn and test I had to pass. But now mm. I'm pretty amazed because when I love it that. It comes, yeah, transforms to an act of faith, actually believing what you're reading mm. and taking it personally. That's really where the change has come in for me. Amen. And, I, uh, I love know, that. Yeah. Well it it amazes me that people even Bible uh, you know, a church attending people, they don't I, I don't I don't look at things through the same perspective they do, but I'm because I believe I learned both the old and new testament. And I understand because of that God gave me an understanding of his plan.
0: Margaret, I want you to stay on the line so that you can get a copy of 52 Weeks in the Word. And let me tell you what, that is exactly right. That I think that there's a few things that you said. One, the Bible has transforming power. <laughs> and if we... We, I mean, it's a part of our sanctification is to know what God's Word says. And it's not just something that to educate us for a checkbox or something that we're going to be schooled in. I love that you mentioned that because it's really important that we remember that there's power in reading His Word, and it transforms us. There's something else that I, I'm so grateful that you mentioned. I think often we lean on one, either Old Testament stories that are familiar— or New Testament, and typically maybe it's just a few verses, but not the whole thing. But you said, Margaret, which I agree with, is that we need the whole counsel of God. We need the Old Testament. We need the New Testament. We need both in order to mature and to understand the Scriptures. Jesus says that the Scriptures proclaim are are about him. So if we're not reading the Old Testament, all of it, then we're not—it's going to be really hard to understand the New Testament— and if we read the new testament but don't um read all all of it we read just our 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 pet verses so to speak then we're not going to fully get all that god has for us so i love that um the lord has sustained you and that he's kept you reading all this time um praise god for that i want to be able to proclaim when I'm about to turn 70, if the Lord gives me those many years, that I have been in his word, but not, and I love that you you weren't talking focused on yourself, not because I get a, a, a little checkbox or something, but because I need his word. We also had a, a, um, someone email in, and, and I want to read her email. This is Jean. Because I believe a lot of people will uh, will relate to this. After my Down syndrome son was born, it totally caught me off guard. I poured over the Psalms where I saw that David also asked a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. God heard the cries of my heart and drew me to him. My son is now 43. God has walked beside us in this journey. Amen. Yes, a lot of people turn to the Psalms because the Psalms are so rich especially for those who have questions and doubts and 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 um who need to know, to lament to cry out to god so many people turn to the psalms and i i just
1: think the lord for the psalms don't you karen <laughs> i absolutely do um i i was just uh listening to i was filling in actually on chris fabry's show uh, the other day and i was listening to this uh woman had said that she uh, would go to um uh, basically an elderly senior <laughs> center and read the psalms the people liked hearing the psalms that it gave mm. them comfort and so, yeah, they're they're fantastic. Um, I have a question for you, though. You know, if as we're trying to engage a, a daily habit, you know, some people, if they've never read the Bible. Or you know, it's daunting. They they don't know where to start. They don't uh, they don't know how, um, and and they just feel like maybe it's too hard. So, what tips would you give to someone to help them to start, not be afraid of it, and then like stick to it? Yeah,
0: I think there's a lot of things that you can do to help you not be afraid of God's word. One, remember that he said that he came for children so we can trust that that he's going to help us understand his word another thing is is to read with other resources. Um, sometimes I'll read with a study Bible or you can grab a commentary, but just know that it's okay. We're all in the same boat. We, no, most people don't know Hebrew and Greek. <laughs> so so we're, we're all trying to understand God's word and what he's saying and, and what in the world is going on in Ezekiel and what is he talking about? So that we, we are all there. So know that you're, you're, the ground is level. Um, and so we're all standing right there at the foot of the cross, asking God to help us to know him and to understand his word. Um, but but yeah, I think that's the biggest key. You're not alone, but grab other resources that are available to you to help you out. So the biggest thing and the hardest thing is to start. So that's my encouragement to you. Pick up God's word and start reading. More after this. Welcome back to Living by Faith. I'm your host, Trillia Newbell. We have been talking about reading your Bible. And one of the things that often keeps us from reading God's Word is a fear that we're going to not understand or we're going to get it wrong, or it just seems daunting because it's a big book. And I think um, there's a few reasons for this, but I want to just reiterate that you are not alone. Um, I I teach God's word often um, at women's retreats and conferences and and I can tell you that I do it with fear and trembling. <laughs> and so I have to ask the Lord for grace and mercy and help that I might interpret it rightly so that I can encourage women and not lead them astray. So that kind of tension that you're feeling, I think is very normal. Um and but I want to encourage you to ask God for help when you read, pray, ask him to make the scriptures clear to you. And then I don't do much alone. I, I ask ask people, sometimes reading in groups is one of the sweetest ways to, to understand and learn about God's word. I have heard of people who have been using 52 Weeks in the Word, um, and, and they have text message threads that they're texting each other and telling what they're learning and asking good questions, or people who are reading it as a t- whole church, which is remarkable to me that people are using 52 Weeks in the Word as a church to go through God's Word. So however you you can do it, groups, or um, a friend, other resources like a study Bible, different things like this can help you understand what you're reading there. And of course, online, you got to be careful online because there's a lot of things, (laughs) a lot of things online that aren't helpful. We have a resource at Moody Publishers called Bible to Life. And so I'd encourage you to look up Bible to Life and, and see what resources are there to help you better understand God's word. Um, But yes, lots of, lots of reasons that keep us, but don't let fear keep you from reading God's word. I think that Satan would love that if you just didn't run to God because you were afraid. Also,
1: another resource for this book is your podcast, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yes, I don't
0: know. fifty. We have, I have talked to so many scholars on the 52 Weeks in the Word podcast. And so just go to wherever you look or wherever you listen to podcasts, you can... um, Find it, 52 Weeks in the Word, with Trillia Newbell and my friends, and also you can look at my site, Trillianubell.com and find all of these resources, so many resources there.
1: Trillia, I, I really want to ask you this one question, though. Yes. You said you came to faith in Jesus in your early 20s, so what what has your you know so you didn't grow up like reading the bible as a young child i i take it so what has your bible reading journey looked like over the years for people who are coming to this later or or not yeah. growing up in their home with this yes oh
0: i love that question yeah i became a christian at the age of 22 we were holiday christians in other words we weren't we didn't follow jesus but we would go on Easter and on Christmas, those big, you know, that's when we would go to church. Um, and so we, I didn't, I knew maybe, I didn't even know Bible stories. I just was not familiar. So when I became a Christian at the age of 22, everything was new. I I, I didn't know anything. And I still, I want everyone to know, I instill, every time I go to the Word, I'm like, oh, I've never seen that before. I didn't know that. And I think I will be discovering new things until I see Jesus and everything comes clear. Because I just I just didn't know a lot. And so my Bible reading when I became a Christian looked like devouring. Because I didn't know anything and I wanted to know, okay, I've just submitted. I knew I needed Jesus. I knew I needed a Savior. I knew Jesus Uh, walks perfectly. He died on a cross bearing the wrath that I deserve. And he's risen. I knew the gospel enough to submit my life to him, but I didn't know anything else about him. I don't even know if I knew the 12 disciples. I just didn't know anything else. And so I started to read and I started to read Bible doctrine and all these different books and soak my mind in any resource that I could get. And so Bible reading at the very beginning looked like pretty consistent and constant. Mm-hmm. Um, I would almost say that I probably read more resources than the Bible at first, just because I I didn't know how to read. I just didn't know what to do. Sure. And so, yeah, I didn't know what to do. Um, so for me, I started with the Gospels and I would encourage anyone, if you feel like, oh, I feel clueless, I can you can start in Matthew and and just read about the story Jesus. Um, if you use fifty two weeks in the Word as the resource to get you started, good news is I did not add dates on it so that you didn't feel any pressure. So you can turn to where I, we begin in the New Testament and read. Start there. Start there. Um, but then I I. It looked different. I mean, I've been a Christian now for twenty plus years, so it looked different um, every every year, right? Sure. So yeah. So and I think you have that freedom to for it to look a little different. Um, So at the beginning, it was study, 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 and then it got into a rhythm of trying to read and interpret and understand. And, and so every year it looked a little different.
1: And, you know, I remember I was having a conversation about this a while back, and I think you said that you um, use 52 Weeks in the Word with your husband?
0: Yes. Okay, so my husband and I last year, so 52 Weeks in the Word is has been out for a year, and I am so grateful for how the Lord has used it mm-hmm. in my own life. So Tharn and I, we... We sit at the breakfast table and we just read our Bibles in the morning, but we're not necessarily discussing every every moment that we're reading. Mm-hmm. But w- when we see something, we will we'll talk about it or we'll laugh. Like when we see something new. Oh, wow. Abraham had a lot of wives or something, you know, like yeah. or, well, was yeah. things that we we're like, whoa, you know, um, he, those are the kinds of things that we will just talk and kind of banter. But we it has been an absolute. Joy to focus on what I will be focusing on for eternity, every single day, and to see it transform um, our habits in our in our family, Mm -hmm. and to know that the Lord has used that in other families similarly
1: has been a joy. Yeah, yeah, and i I think that's a beautiful thing too because that's that's something that it's not just. Uh, growing your own relationship, but it is, it is having an impact that you can actually see, you know, every day. It's strengthening your family. It's strengthening the people around you. It's st- and strengthening the people that you work with. I'm, it, it, it has this ripple effect. Yes, and, absolutely. And it's not possible without feeding it, you know. I mean, not in the same way. You, you, you do need to feed it Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, so we got
0: another email and I just wanted to um, it came in through my personal email, but that's okay. Um, it says the the, the the Teresa says that God's word has been a bit of a security blanket um, while going through financial stress and he has shown himself faithful through his word and provision. Um, because when she has low hours and higher bills, you know, I, what she's not saying, and I'm so grateful for, is that she's now rich or anything like that. God doesn't promise that. He doesn't promise that, he doesn't promise riches, but he does promise to provide. If he cares for the lilies. He's going to care for you. You will learn that by turning to God's word. And so I'm so grateful for Teresa. Any last thoughts, Karen?
1: Oh, I, I just, you know, I just encourage everyone to just start, you know. Um, it, we put a lot of uh, emphasis on starting things on January 1st, and it's January 6th. It's it's not too late, and it doesn't matter. You Like you said, your book, it does, it, there's no dates. So just start, and if you do a little bit every day, you will – start to rely on that as as a habit and as it's it's really our food to to keep growing.
0: It is our food and I love yes, it's January 6th. There you don't have to start reading on January 1st. <laughs> Very good point, Karen. Start reading today, start reading tomorrow. Just start reading. And you you just you don't know what the Lord's going to do, but I do know that he will p- prove faithful and he will reveal himself. Thank you so much, Karen. Karen, you were my guest and my producer. Thank you for joining (laughs) me today. Thank you. Yes, also thanks to the the behind-the-scenes team at Moody Radio, my engineer Bob Moreau, and Anthony on the phones. To hear today's program again, you'll find it at livingbyfaithradio.org or on the Moody Radio app. You may also connect with us through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Trillian Newbell. Living by Faith is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.